Welcome to the Crossview Church Message of the Week. We hope you enjoy the message this morning. For more information, visit us at mycrossview.com. Welcome this morning to Crossview Online. We're so glad you're here. I can't tell you how excited I am for the next four weeks. Over the next month, we will begin walking through together where God is leading our church as we look forward into 2021 and beyond. Now, this is normally what's known as vision for the church, but I actually like the word direction a little better because the idea of direction means that we have a goal that we're moving toward and that this goal has some clear and consistent steps in how to get there. And that's what we'll be walking through together over these next several weeks. You know, the terms clarity and consistency have been a bit of a mantra around here. In our changing world, we want to bring clarity and consistency to understanding who and what Crossview is, how to be involved, and where we're headed together. We want this clarity and consistency to be not just for us, that is those of of us who call Crossview Church our home already, but also for those who are yet to join us and even for our community as well. For almost five months now, even in the midst of this pandemic, we've been praying, seeking God, discerning together, learning together, and I'll say more about that in a minute. We've been having in-depth discussions as a staff, a board, with a group of congregation members, as well as taking into account the feedback that you all provided from two things. The Natural Church Development Survey that was completed under Pastor Mark, as well as what you all had to say in the Pastoral Transition Survey. We've taken all of those aspects and we've been asking the questions, what does the future of ministry at Crossview look like? What are the specific areas that God is calling us to focus on over the next several years? And how can Crossview position itself to have fruitful, long-lasting, relevant ministry in a future that looks so different than it did just seven months ago as a result of the pandemic that we've all been living through? Now, uh, just a quick aside here, I mentioned that we've been doing a lot of learning. Well, we've been doing a lot of learning about the changing aspects of church in the midst of having to go mostly online these past few months. Not only have we had to learn some new technological processes, we've all had to get used to things like Zoom, uh, but we are learning lots about the changes in how people are engaging with, with church because of these past several months. Now, please hear me clearly. This is not something to fear. In fact, it provides us with several significant opportunities going forward that we should take advantage of for the sake of the kingdom. And uh, we've identified those opportunities and we'll share about those each week as we go along. So for the past five months of this prayer-filled seeking and conversation, we believe that God has given us some real specific clarity for Crossview. Now, before we dive into that, I just want to make a mention, and I think we did last week as well, that uh, it's going to look a little different here on the screen. Uh, We're going to share briefly each week in this way where I'm sharing with you, but we'll also include a conversation between Pastor Holly and I as we unpack uh, more of each step of what we're calling, are you ready? Our Discipleship Pathway. This pathway shapes our direction as a church, and we couldn't be more excited about it. Pastor Holly and I were talking about the direction of the church, and we asked ourselves this question. Why can't the vision of the church, the direction of our church, be a visual image, a pathway that leads us to a deepening relationship with Jesus and with other people? 
our pathway and our direction have four steps. And you could think of these as four pillars of the church, four main priorities of the church, four areas of focus, and how we're going to organize the church as well. In fact, we're going to be unashamed about two outcomes that we hope to see throughout this process. Now, my guess is that these won't be surprising to you. In fact, the heart of this direction is what the church has always been about since the beginning. Discipleship, transformation, growth, and action. So the outcomes that we hope to see are this. Number one, that we would have a deepening relationship with Jesus. Whether you've been following Jesus for decades or whether you're just beginning to explore faith, that your movement would be toward a deepening relationship with God. Number two, that people will give their heart to Jesus, whether that's giving more of their heart to Jesus as they grow in their own discipleship or whether that's giving their heart to Jesus for the first time. The third thing that we hope to see is that our transformation and growth would lead us to take loving action for the sake of others and especially in our community and in our world. Our goal is transformation. Our goal is deepening relationships. Our goal is to put that growth into daily action in our lives. And that's what disciples or apprentices of Jesus do, right? Our hope here is to bring some clarity and consistency to that process, to this process, and to do so in a way that can be relevant in a changing world for a long time to come. And we really believe that this discipleship pathway answers the questions that we've been asking, that this pathway answers what does the future of ministry at Crossview look like, uh, that it answers what is what, uh, more about what Crossview is and what Crossview does. This is how to be involved in Crossview and this is how we're gonna organize things. It clarifies the specific areas that we're called to uh, and that we're called to focus on for the next several years and how we can position ourselves to have fruitful and long-lasting, relevant ministry in a very different world. So let's get into it. So the first step of our discipleship pathway is biblical teaching. Now again, this is not necessarily a surprising place to start, but it is so vitally important. The heart of our first step is that everyone who participates in Crossview, whether online or in person, encounters biblical teaching that'll begin to transform their lives, thoughts, attitudes, actions, and relationship. You know, one of my favorite passages of scripture is found at the beginning of Romans chapter 12. Romans 12, 1 and 2. But I'd like for us to focus on Romans 12, verse 2, and it says this. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So I love what Paul does here in this verse. He contrasts the behavior and customs and patterns of this world with what happens when instead we are transformed by the patterns, behaviors, and truth of God. And I don't think that I need to remind us that the behavior and customs and patterns of this world are certainly lacking, and they don't compare with the truth and the things and the character and the nature of our God. More than that, Paul believes here, as he's writing this, that while believers live in this world, he, said, he uses the words this age, that the form of this world is passing away, that they are not eternal or lasting. So it's therefore foolish to conform oneself to what is passing away and what is not formed by the pattern and the way of Christ. 
Instead, Paul says, there's to be a metamorphosis of the believer's mind. Think of the way a caterpillar goes through metamorphosis to become a butterfly. It's the same creature, but the difference made is extraordinary. Paul is talking about an ongoing process of reorientation toward the behaviors, patterns, and the truth of God. One commentator I read this week wrote, Since it is the mind that is being transformed, Paul is talking about a changing worldview, a cornucopian revolution in one's thinking, not just an attitude adjustment. He's speaking about a new or or renewed and Christ-like way of looking at the world. But Paul is also saying that the renewal of the mind is the prerequisite to discerning the will of God. And so to behaving as well as believing in a way that worships and glorifies God. That's the heart of this process, this transforming of our worldview, our reorientation to what God wants for us. One of the ways that we're talking about this process is that we believe that as we encounter God through worship and teaching and prayer and fellowship, that he begins to unsettle us. We like those words, that as his truth confronts the sin in our life and challenges the ways that we've been living into the patterns, behaviors, and customs of this world, uh, that we are unsettled by that. And we recognize that being unsettled is uncomfortable, Uh, But it's a part of the process, and we recognize that God doesn't just leave us unsettled, but he moves us down a path of discipleship toward peace and purpose as we begin to reflect Jesus more completely, and as he invites us to to become a new person through his love and his grace. This is the first and vital step of the process. So, With that in mind, uh, I'd like to to move us to our conversation where Pastor Holly and I are going to begin to just unpack this a little bit further. We're going to talk through the step, the heart, and our strategic plan. Everyone, welcome to this part of our conversation. I know I just was able to share with you about the heart of our discipleship process, our pathway, and step number one, biblical teaching. And so we just thought Pastor Holly and I could share uh, a conversation together uh, with you uh, so that we can just talk a little bit about what this looks like uh, and dive into it a little bit more. So uh, we also, just from the beginning, want to share, we are putting a web page uh, on our website that has all of this information. There you'll be able to find some written material about each of our steps. Uh, you'll be able to, to watch just the sermon piece, which, you, you, which you're seeing here this morning, and a longer conversation uh, where Pastor Holly and I will get maybe even just have more time than we have available on Sunday mornings to continue this conversation. All of that will be available uh, on our website, so you can go there and find that information, and it's a great way to kind of get more in-depth and read through everything. Yeah, yeah. lots of great information there. I'm yeah. excited to... To see that, thanks for putting that together. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, So, Pastor Holly, let's talk about this. So we just introduced uh, our pathway. And I know you and I have been working on this for almost five months now, along with uh, a lot of other people. And uh, I'm really excited about this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm excited about it that it provides some some clear steps and direction for us as a church. Uh, And I know I had mentioned in the message that uh, part of the goal for us is to bring some clarity and consistency to uh, this time for us moving forward into 2021 and beyond. Yeah, yeah, I'm so excited about that. And I think those uh, those terms you just used, clarity and consistency, are just key here. So we need a, a clear picture of, of where we're heading and uh, what our next steps are. Yeah. yeah. 
And you know, I know we've talked a lot about uh, wanting clarity in next steps, but understanding who we are, uh, how to be involved, and what our priorities are going to be going forward. What What are you most excited about, or what are you excited about, as we've been talking about this for months, about the pathway in general? Oh, well, so much. I think there's, uh, there's just... Um, I love this idea of just knowing where we're headed as a church, mm -hmm. where we're going, what God has called us mm -hmm. to, and yes. to know that he has uniquely equipped us and placed us here in Snohomish, mm -hmm. in this in this place, uh, at this address, yeah. uh, for for the good of our community and just to to make His name known. Yeah. Right? So uh, so I think you know every step of the way on this pathway speaks to that and mm -hmm. addresses that, and so. Uh, are you asking me to pick a favorite? I don't know if I can pick a favorite. <laughs> I know, it's, it's like hard, isn't a it? a favorite kid. Yeah. yeah. I just can't do it. I'm, well, no, just yeah. kidding. <laughs> um, you know, one of the things uh, that we hope to see through this process, we've talked a lot about this, is um, a, a few outcomes that we really um, want to commit ourselves to really significant discipleship, growth, transformation. Uh, and so that's what we hope. We hope that through this whole process, it, it helps us understand who we are, how to be involved in the church, and what we're going to prioritize. But we really want to see people change and transform, grow deeper in their relationship with God, mm -hmm. grow closer in their relationship with other people. And we'll talk a lot more about that one specifically in week three. Yeah. Um, but then act also uh, leading us to taking action um, in our lives uh, toward loving action toward other people and in our community. Right. Right, because if we are moving closer to Jesus, getting to know Jesus better uh, personally, and if we are building relationships with other people, I think loving action just naturally comes. It just naturally from that. comes. That's what happens yeah. when you build those transformative relationships. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So we just talked about that the first step is biblical teaching. So that is our idea here is that everyone who's involved with Crossview, we understand that the first thing, one of the first things that we're going to do is encounter biblical teaching. Um, and so by biblical teaching, we just mean usually what you might expect on, say, a Sunday morning. So uh, focus on the word, uh, worship, prayer, fellowship, those kinds of things. But uh, the first step for everyone who's involved in Crossview is this biblical teaching yeah. step. Right, yeah, this is our encounter with the Word of God, really. And and the amazing thing about encountering the Word of God is that, um, you know, we talked earlier this summer in our series on the Psalms about yeah. this idea of disorientation and reorientation and, and how... Um, disorientation really is this sense that something is not right something mm -hmm. is 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 unsettled and is um, just not it's just not right yeah. and so we encounter that in the bible in biblical teaching the holy spirit can work through that to unsettle yeah. us right yes. and uh, and then at the same time because this is truth because this is the word of god uh, as we continue to explore and learn and discern uh, through the Bible yeah. through biblical teaching, then we can experience reorientation. Yes, we experience that 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 peace that comes yes. from understanding uh, the the word. And so it's really important, I think, when we're, when we're talking about this idea of biblical teaching being unsettling, mm -hmm. that we understand that as a positive thing, yeah. uh, because it leads us toward change. Right. And so I, I love that we're gonna we're gonna commit to being a church and a people that are willing to 
bring our whole lives to God and say, we don't know everything, we're not fully formed, and so uh, teach us and, yeah. and help us learn and help us change, and off we go. Off and we it go. might be uncomfortable, yeah. but it's good. Right. Yeah. And this is what you were just addressing in, in the message a few minutes ago yep. through uh, Romans 12, verse 2, mm -hmm. right, with the, the renewing of yep. our mind. That's yes. what biblical teaching is. Absolutely. Is renewing of our mind through uh, the truth of, of God's Word. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now what we want to do is we want to talk a little bit about the opportunity that we see that we need to take advantage of. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this in our longer video as well, which you can find online. But one of the opportunities that we have in this area of biblical teaching comes from uh, a lot of what we've been learning about church online. This takes us to how we're going to do it. So we've talked about the step, which is biblical teaching. We've talked about the heart behind it, which is the need for transformation and the wanting to be unsettled to grow. And so now the question is, how are we going to do it? Well, we're going to continue to meet in person. Um, we're, that's going to be a significant part, uh, continue to be a significant part of who we are. And hopefully uh, we're getting closer and closer to yeah. being able to do in-person gatherings again. Um, but there's another opportunity that has been made crystal clear during our time online in COVID. And that is that we need to uh, have a significant digital presence as well as an in-person presence. Right. Our digital uh, stuff needs to come alongside um, in a really significant way. It's really interesting to think of ourselves right now as a church that exists both in person and online. Uh, it's fascinating. Uh, I don't know if, if you know, but we have people from even beyond Washington that watch our church services on Sundays mm -hmm. and that consider themselves to be part of our faith family. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, not only watching, but just really engaging. Engaging. And so there's, they really are part of Crossview because yeah. our church has expanded to now have a, a to be a digital church as well. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that's fascinating is that people who are viewing our service and taking part in our church are doing so not just on Sunday mornings right. at 9 and 1030, right. but throughout the week as well. And I think something, here's the opportunity for us to realize that the front door, the physical front door of our church is not the actual front door of our church. But the front door of our church is all of our online stuff. It's our Facebook, it's our website, it's all of those kinds of digital resources. People will go and look through that stuff before they ever come into these doors. In fact, it's important for us to think about these doors as a next step, a significant next step for most people. So the opportunity is for us to connect with people in a really significant way online. Um, and we've been learning a lot about that yes. uh, over these yeah. past few months. Lots so, of trial and error. Lots there, of right? trial and yeah. error. And appreciate you all sticking with us yes. in that and attempting to go online via Zoom and those kinds of things mm -hmm. as well. But um, we, want to, we want what we're doing digitally uh, to not just be an ancillary piece of something else that we're doing, but to, to begin to think of our digital space, our online space, as an actual place, an, a channel of, of significant ministry. Yeah. So uh, we're going to be ramping up uh, all of our uh, digital stuff alongside our in-person stuff as well. And we want to talk a little bit about what that looks like for us. Yeah, I'm excited about this. I think you are absolutely right that our, our um, you know, when we are anticipating a new experience, the first thing we do is 
go check it out online, yes. right? And is sometimes that's an initial, like, what are the, the working hours? Uh, what's expected of me. But then the, the closer we come to uh, stepping into that experience, the deeper we research. And we yes. want to know the heart behind the organization yep. and and what they're doing in the community and how uh, they're impacting the world. And so, yeah. yeah, we need to make those things available Yeah, for sure. So what we're going to do is this. We want to begin to think about our Sunday morning teaching as a weekly focus. Yes. Because what we're learning is that people uh, will watch at 9, 9 and 10.30 online, but they also watch throughout the rest of the week. So in, in our attempts uh, to, to grow in this area, we want to shift our thinking to, to realize that our Sunday morning teaching doesn't just exist at 9 and at 10.30 on Sunday mornings, but it exists as something throughout the week. So we want to shift to a weekly focus um, uh, for our, dig- our biblical teaching whether that's what we're going to be doing uh, in person or online. But specifically online, we're going to add a number of digital things throughout the week to create a rich experience, a rich uh, group of resources that we can focus on throughout the week. So, um, for example, uh, even right now, we, we did this kind of as a test, but even right now, uh, you can go onto any podcasting service and look up Crossview Church. You can find our Sunday morning uh, messages right now on any podcasting thing. You can hit subscribe. Those messages will come right to your phone every Sunday. Yeah. One of the things that Pastor Holly and I are going to do is something like this. We're going to create, starting in January, likely starting in January, we're going to create another podcast where we're going to spend about 20 minutes talking about the weekly teaching, the weekly focus. So Romans 12, 2 for us this week. Yeah. We could sit down and say, Hey, what, are, what do we hope people get out of this conversation? What could we talk about in this context that we couldn't as easily talk about on a Sunday morning? It's kind of a behind the scenes kind of thing. Um, and uh, that's going to be fun. So that'll yeah. be available. Yeah. Uh, we've got other things that we're thinking about doing as well, like a, week, a written weekly devotional that will go out about the weekly focus. And we want to provide additional links uh, for further study. Um, that you could go and explore the weekly focus and the weekly teaching. Yeah, because we know that different people uh, engage in different ways and have different uh, experiences of, of learning. And so we want to make as many of those available as possible. Yeah. We, we, we want to say that, uh, you know, the, the, the church here exists to share the gospel with, yes. uh, with the world. And so we want to do that in just as many ways uh, as possible. I'm so excited about the the podcast and these conversations yeah. we have mentioned so many times over the last few months that you know pastor kyle and i have been having these conversations anyway and yes. i don't know how many times yeah. we've been sitting in your office and said oh i wish everybody else could hear this yeah. because this is so cool and so enriching and um and i've learned a lot from those conversations yes, and absolutely so i'm just excited to get to share those yeah. yeah so all of this makes up our first step our yeah. opportunity uh, that we need to take advantage of is to have a significant in-person and digital ministry channels, multiple ways to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. And so we're going to be doing that. We're going to be shifting and doing that. And it's so exciting. Um, And that's all under this first step that all of us, everyone who's connected to Crossview engages in biblical teaching as Jesus begins to confront our lives, unsettle us and moves us toward a path of peace and purpose and, and, and growth to be more and more like Jesus.
And we think that when we're doing that well, um, it's going to make a huge different in, difference in people's lives. And it is. And the next step, uh, which we'll talk about next week, which is serving others, yeah. we think is a very clear and easy next step for us as we move forward. Yeah. 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 I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So go check out the website and read more about um, all of this stuff. Please let us know if you have questions. We'll try to make ourselves available as, as much as possible uh, to answer any questions you have about this. And we'll be talking about it for a long time. Yeah. So <laughs> blessings on you all. Let's continue to worship.